The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome inside the RP Show. Coming at you live again from Calgary's Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And I hope that you all had a fantastic weekend because holy lick, holy dinah, has this week come in hot like a lion. And we're going to cover it all here today with our good friend Darren Moose DuPont, who joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, which we'll be driving to today through a, bi- a blizzard, it would seem, uh, Moose, to come back and do some public speaking in Sask this week. Uh, coming up on the program today, the current voice of the Edmonton Elks of the Canadian Football League, Morley Scott, and the longtime color commentator of Edmonton Oilers Hockey on 630, Chad, Morley Scott. That's in hour one. And in hour two, Peter Anholt, the general manager of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. He's from Nakem, where they make them. Nakem, Sask. So we got some great sports guests coming up on the program today. And Moose, uh, yeah, you're looking very scholarly. Are you giving a <laughs> keynote at the university this afternoon? Do you have your pipe ready to go, Moose? Yeah, somebody nicknamed it Varsity DuPont uh, when I wore this sweater one time. <laughs> couple of years ago but uh, no speeches today just uh, sitting here i'll be in my my study this afternoon if you will yeah you got your leather you got leather patches on that thing let me see <laughs> yeah, no 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 leather patches can you get some by this afternoon all right work and it. we are on the radio wqee in uh, metro atlanta and ryan o radio is sitting in the air chair there he writes in happy monday time for the rp show atlanta's nhl show we got a lot of people checking in. They're, they're, um, they're ready to rock, let's put it this way. And you know, when I say that the week has come in like a lion, it really has. But as I opened up the text line, you can always write us at 902-518-3033. People need to understand this is not my personal text number. So if you write it on off hours, I'm not going to get it because I don't take it with me. It's only for the show. But Brian Goldstrom watching on Game Plus Television in Withrow, Alberta, has written in over the weekend... He says, I got caught up on last week's shows after a week of night shift. Great guests, RP show. Theo's interview should be a YouTube clip on its own. Hey, how about that? I know. Here, 
Well, across Canada, and specifically in Calgary, they're still talking about the Theo interview. Some horrible things were said about Theo. A few things about me. And neither of us care. I want to remind you all of that. And I, I don't know. I can't speak for Theo, and I won't. But I don't know what it is, Darren. And I'm sure you're very happy about this as the boss of this whole outfit. Since the calendar turned and I turned 50, I just don't have it in me to fight and argue and get in Twitter wars. I just don't. If you look around, I'm not warring with anybody at all. People might try and pick stuff and fling stuff, but I'm not. If Theo came here, and as one of the guys, the security guys said, um, we were talking about Theo. What the heck did he say? How much he loves him. Whatever. He, he, well, they're still talking about it. Let's just put it that way. I can't remember what he said. My mind just went blank, but I don't want to fight anymore. And I'm sure you like that, Moose. <laughs> that's definitely not a bad thing. You know, um, steer clear of anything that's going to bring you down, right? I mean, don't get sucked into that stuff. That's a life lesson, though, for anybody in your own situation. So good to hear. Great start to the week. Yeah. The, the reason we were, ta- we were walking around the casino looking for Parisha, the coffee girl, and we talked about a bunch of things. So I'm trying to remember what specifically he said about Theo. Uh, but we'll get there. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, director? We'll roll from there. Oh, yeah, but the politics. And I said, I, Theo tried to go down the political road here. And I said, nah, no, i am got the hands on the wheel and we're going to keep it to hockey. And that was controversial enough. And listen. I feel like we're going to get into some controversy stuff, but Sunday was a great day in the world of hockey. John Tavares scored twice, including a clutch power play goal at 15.09 of the third period as the visiting Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Nashville Predators 3-2. Alexander Kerfoot also scored for the Leafs. Austin Matthews chipped in with two helpers. Uh, two third-period goals 63 seconds apart by Elias Pettersson gave the visiting Vancouver Canucks a 4-2 victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. And the only game that I watched, the Boston Bruins extended their NHL win streak to seven games, but it took a shootout. They beat Carolina 4-3. David Pasternak scored twice for the Bruins. And elsewhere, Colorado beat Arizona 4-3 in a shootout. NLA beat uh, beat St. Louis 7-6. I've got some very controversial hockey stuff to get into, but before we do, uh, your take from the weekend of the NHL. Mine is that the Flames are still alive. Any thoughts of uh, them missing the playoffs are premature. And uh, that's about it. It was some great hockey this weekend. I enjoyed it that was, as much as I watched. Yeah, that was really big on Saturday. You know, I, I watched, you know, both games, Hockey Night in Canada, um, while I was at a function. And, you know, for the Toronto-Carolina game was awesome. You know, that's going to make for some great playoffs, both those teams, back and forth in the final minutes. I like that. You know, we're seeing um, teams be able to deal with some adversity, which is good. And then you're right, like the Flames and the Jets. That was a bad swing for Jets fans. Great for the Flames. They stay alive um, with that big four-point swing, now just four points back. They need a couple more of those. So anytime you can be positive uh, coming out of the weekend, it's a, a really good place to be. And I, again, I yeah. still wouldn't panic if I'm the Jets right now. The, the Flames have to beat you. They have to overcome. They haven't shown that they can do that yet. But, man, you're playing with fire. They're in a better place than the Flames by virtue of being four points up uh, is what you're saying. But that's not to say that it's over yet. And it's not. And the thing is, I hope, again, everybody enjoyed the weekend. I I need the weekends now at my advanced age because I'm old. 
to just decompress. Now, having said that, I did more things on Saturday alone than most reporters or people in the media will do in a month or two months. I drove to Edmonton for the CFL Combine. I came back and went to the Flames and the Sharks. And then I went to the Muay Thai World Cup all in one day and was hanging out with Brett the Hitman Hart. Go look at our social media, you'll see it. So that was on Saturday, but I guess my point is everybody's busy, busy, busy. By the way, coming up here at the Gray Eagle this week, live in person, TSN's Craig Button, the director of scouting, will be on this couch. Um, Olympic gold medal curler and multiple Briar winner Ben Hebert right here. And I believe my favorite Saskatchewan Rough Rider of all time, Jeff Fairholm, is going to be with us on Friday. I talked to the commissioner of the Western Hockey League, Ron Robison, this morning. Longtime friend. And there's a reason he stayed in that role as the commissioner of the dub for so long. It's because he's good. He speaks well. He looks good. He's been down here to the Great Eagle before. I asked him to come back here on this opening week of the WHL playoffs. And he said, I'm flying to Seattle, Ron. I can do it over the phone if you want. And I'm like, eh. I'd rather have people here in person wherever and whenever possible. So over the next few weeks, I said to Ronnie Robison, the pride of Indian head, Sask, glad you asked. He'll be here over the next couple of weeks. And I want to say this, too, before we move on to anything else. I don't want to out that staff member, the Gray Eagle, that I walked around with in case he doesn't want to be. But dang, he had some great comments. Real sharp guys that work here, Moose, and gals. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Do you believe hockey is for everyone? Well, I love the, I love the result. I voted yes, and I could spend a lot of time talking about this. I voted yes because I believe hockey is for everyone. And let me get this out of the way first because this is how I want to sum up my thoughts. Hockey is not the problem. People are the problem. Bigotry and closed-mindedness is the problem. Don't want to start a holy war? I don't. I also believe people are entitled to their own opinion about anything. You can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. And by the way, I used to think that way. And anybody who's known me my whole life will know that. I changed. It was because I had to. I was taken down by... God wrestled to the ground. You're going to change. So I did. And I said, you know, something's got to be better than the way I'm living. And I kind of opened up my eyes and said, oh, wow. I was accepting of other ideas, other ways of looking at things, other perspectives. Not everybody's like that. I'm glad that I have that dawn, you know, where I'm not looking through a keyhole anymore. I see the whole picture. Not everybody's like that. And that's, that's fine for them. But hockey's not the problem. Hockey continues to get dragged through the mud. And you know what? We've had a, had a lot of jerks and idiots work in hockey over the years and still do. But it's, hockey's not the problem. You saw Brian Burke had to come on Hockey Night in Canada Saturday and talk about, you know, the inclusion thing and talking about it is it's a step in the right direction. We're not there yet, but don't let a couple nincompoops speak for everybody. And I couldn't agree more with Berkey. So my vote is yes, hockey is for everyone. Just not everyone's for everyone. Your thoughts? Yeah, I would say... Yeah, I would say... <laughs> Did we just go with yes or no in the poll? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I would have to lean towards no right now. Um, hockey should be for everybody. 
But I think what we've seen with some of the people coming out, some of the players taking stands and saying, I'm not willing to at least wear this jersey or put this tape on my stick to even show you that I'm accepting of your of your lifestyle. I think that says that hockey's not for everybody yet. But I think we're moving in the right direction. I'm really optimistic that we are moving in the right direction and that it can be for everybody. Glad that I said that I'm not into arguing anymore. Because I need to argue with you. James Reimer, Ivan Provorov, the stalls. They're the problem. Not hockey. Yeah. Close-mindedness. Close-mindedness is the problem. Not hockey. And I think, honestly, I don't think Gary Bettman was behind the hockey is for everyone theme. I'm sure he's not. He pays a lot of people a lot of money for that campaign and to come up with these campaigns. I bet she's wishing he hadn't now. I would think, you know, and the reaction from a lot of our audience regarding this controversial poll question is, no, hockey's not for everyone. Now, I should say on Twitter, 82% of say, uh, respondents are saying, yes, hockey is for everyone. What are they saying on uh, YouTube, Clark? Uh, 63%, yeah. 63%, yes. So yes is winning in both regards. But yeah. some are writing in and saying, no, it's not for everyone. It's too expensive for some people. You're entitled to that opinion, too. But where I grew up, there were poor kids. There were rich kids. There were in the middle kids. Anybody who wanted to play hockey was able to play hockey. There are programs, kids, sport, all kinds of things. If you want to play hockey, I believe that you can play hockey. And if you can't afford to play hockey, you can play something else. Again, I'm not sure that's hockey's problem, per se. I'd have to think about that. I, I, I'd like to think that all kids can play, but I understand that not everyone can play. How are you on the cost factor of that argument? That has hurt the game a little bit. It, it definitely has. And that happens with any business and, and organization, you know, and even at a whole, the sport, it's going to go in a cycle. Um, it has gotten really expensive. Ice time's really expensive. You've got to have the latest gear. Sticks are 250 bucks a pop. Like, there's a lot of things that go into it, and, if, and, and it feels like if you don't have the latest gear, if you don't you know, aren't going to extra ice time, if you're not having extra um, skills camps and things like that, that you're not going to be given the best opportunity to succeed. So it is, it, it's really tough. And nobody's playing on the outdoor rinks, really, at scale anymore, or street hockey at scale. you got communities banning those things. Um, that's tough, you know. Um, and so then they go do other sports like soccer, where it's very easy. All you need is a ball, and you don't even need cleats, a pair of whatever shoes you're wearing. You know, there's other sports that are more accessible. So I think hockey will adjust for sure, but it's in a tough spot for those reasons. I got more time for that. And let's not forget hockey does not have to include skates per se. Remind me of Fort Lauderdale for a second. I want to read this comment from Arlen Bruce, AB3. CFL great has written in. He says, good poll question. Thank you. That's what I do. He says, growing up, in a football city in Kansas, it was hard to get into learning the game of hockey. It was until I attended the University of Minnesota and learned more that now I watch. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, I can't imagine my life without hockey. That's scary to me. Right? From Landry, he says, sports can and should be for everyone. Politics in sports should not be. Sports should be a getaway from everything else and just be enjoyed. And that's the thing. When the uh, NHL left 
my home area, South Florida, during the NHL All-Star Week. They had left a legacy project behind. They said they were leaving an outdoor rink behind in Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, can't have an outdoor <laughs> rink in Fort Lauderdale. I read a little further. No, 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 it's for outdoor hockey. It's for uh, road hockey. They're building a rink, you know, but you don't need to skate. You can come out with a stick and a ball. That's enough for me. Yeah. Get kids playing it, and they're going to start watching it. I incidentally had that idea when I was brought in to meet with an NHL team in a Sun Belt city. I said, let's get them playing road hockey. Terrible idea. About 10 years ago, and that team continues to not be able to find its own ass with both hands. So anyways, uh, we're going to break and get to the rest of the topics when we come back, including Lamar Jackson asking for a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. But I'll say it again, hockey's not the problem. People are the problem. Just like, in my opinion, guns aren't the problem. Drugs aren't the problem. Gambling isn't the problem. Addiction's the problem. People are the problem. Okay, so I just, I don't like hockey being dragged through the mud on these societal issues. And I'm sure we'll never, ever. Oh, and that's the one thing. Let's just call the guy Carter that I was walking around here with, Darren. And he goes, oh. You make $7 million a year, you can't wear a rainbow jersey for 15 minutes? And I said, you can't make somebody do something they don't want to do? Like, literally, you can't. Here's the thing. Although I'm recovering from addiction, I never tried drugs. You could hold me down, put a gun to my head, light me on fire. I wouldn't do drugs. I drank enough to fill the Atlanta, Atlantic Ocean, but I've never done drugs. You know what I mean? I, you can't make somebody not wear a jersey if they don't want to wear the jersey. But it's what it stands for. You know, and I don't, I don't disrespect sticking by your beliefs. I just don't necessarily believe with the beliefs. This is the warm-up. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, 
and the Play Now Sportsbook. Play Now Sportsbook. Head over to playnow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. Playnow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Still can't escape the snow in the foothills, and that's the sitch. As we begin a brand new week here in the beautiful gateway to the foothills, that is Sutina Nation and the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We have uh, messages and notes that have come in from the audience. We can bring the moose back in. Uh, from Troy Coaster, he says, Morning, fellas. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks again, Dupes, for emceeing our steak night fundraiser Saturday night. You did a hell of a job. Have a great show. Signed, Troy. I know he never misses a show. So, uh, Coaster Strong, thank you for the kind words. And I should mention, don't miss comedian, actress, producer, and podcaster Whitney Cummins live at the Great Eagle Events Center. On Tuesday, April 25th, tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. I have to interject, Moose, in the middle of the quick six here is the breaking news today that's come down from Adam Schefter from ESPN. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson announced today that he asked Baltimore to trade him back on March 2nd. So three weeks ago, Jackson's announcement came at the exact time that Ravens coach John Harbaugh was set to speak to reporters at the league's annual meeting today. What's your first thought when you heard that today? He's out. He's out. As soon as a player says, I don't want to be part of the organization, there's really no going back. It's really difficult to go back on that. And that's really tough for Baltimore, who's a team that's right there. That's right there. When Lamar is healthy and playing his best, they are a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. Um, You know, they're, they're close. They're maybe not you know, in the top three or four teams in the NFL, but they're right there in that next tier of contenders. Um, that's tough. And so now, you know, the Ravens are going to have to move them. What's the asking price? I don't know. Um, and now we start looking at who, what the options might be because when he signed the non-exclusive franchise tag, what did we hear next? We heard all these teams saying, we're out, we're out, we're out. We didn't hear teams jumping saying, we'd like to look at negotiating. So we'll see if this changes now that it's a trade and it's not multiple first-round picks that would be compensation in a sign situation. First thing I thought, and again, it was that Gray Eagle staffer that informed me of that. He was standing right on the stage. He goes, lots for you to talk about today. Lamar Jackson asked for a trade. I'm like, what? (laughs) Apparently that... 
That's so 15 minutes ago. How do you not know that? <laughs> That's today's sports world, right? I'm like, I don't know. I was watching SportsCenter this morning. Silly me getting caught up on what happened on Sunday. No, no, no. It's Monday now. Things are new. That's the first thing I thought. Number two, I thought Lamar Jackson is what it is. The players are different now than they used to be. Aaron Rodgers at 37, 38. He doesn't want to play in Green Bay anymore. They, these things happen. How many people are 100% happy with their employer? And the, he, as Carter said, and this guy played pro ball, he's like, the players have too much power anymore. And I'm like, well, some do. Lamar Jackson is one that, that would you know, as, as a former league MVP. But when I heard that he was representing himself as his own agent, uh, I thought, well, I don't know Lamar. He's from Pompano Beach, Florida. I know some people that know him, but I don't know him. He's either really smart or really flippin' stupid to represent himself. And I'm starting to realize, I think, that he's really dumb. Like, why you, it's not smart to represent yourself. And now ask for a trade. Um, we're also at a time, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm old school. I, mean, I have people writing me about the combine, which I will get to eventually here. We got a lot to talk about today. You saw our Instagram story and social media. I got players coming up to the camera and smiling, waving. And people are like, what are they doing? They're at a combine. And I'm like, well, that's just the way the players are now. They had hip-hop music playing over the speakers, man. It's not that much yeah. different in the CFL than it is in the NFL. It's like, if you don't want to do the dishes, mm, I'm not doing the dishes. That's Lamar Jackson. That's today's athlete, man. So you need to, you need to find a way to manage it or show him the door. And I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to play for the Baltimore Ravens next year. Do you? How could, how could that be the case at this point? No, and if you're the Ravens, I think at this point, as good as Lamar Jackson is, and he's a worldly talent, he is a unbelievable talent, you don't want him on your team. If you're Baltimore, if you're another organization, you can welcome him. Um, but when you say, I don't want to play here anymore, you don't want somebody reluctantly playing for your organization. Are they really going to be all in? That's not, that's not going to happen. Lamar doesn't feel valued by the Baltimore Ravens. And when you don't feel valued because he's not getting the contract that he wants, then how do you go back? You don't. You have to move forward. So, you know, he's not going to – I don't think he's going to play there. I think he'll get traded. It's just a matter of, like, look how long the Aaron Rodgers trade is taking. Baltimore's going to want their appropriate compensation. And it's a question of whether and a team is willing to And they're entitled to it. To it. Yeah. Yes, and they're entitled to it. But Jalen Ramsey, Deshaun Watson, disgruntled players that want out. There's a very long list, you know. Take this for what it is. But I've had far more messages to my phone from friends and viewers and stuff about the Florida Atlantic Owls going to the Final Four than I have about the WHL playoffs or junior hockey playoffs. I don't know what that means or what that says, but here we are. So point two, the final four of March Madness is set with UConn, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, and Miami traveling to Houston next week to play for the national title. FAU, San Diego State, and Miami will be making their first appearances at college basketball's grand finale. The first time since 1970 that the three first-timers all showed up in the same year. So the matchups this Saturday are San Diego State versus FAU. 
in a five versus nine matchup. And then Miami against UConn. And that's not UConn the territory. It's Connecticut, okay? A lot of people don't even know that. And yet, woo, we're all big basketball fans. I mean, even in Boca Raton, talking to Serena, she said, everybody's sharing stuff on their social media now about the Owls. And it's like, when's the last time you went to a game? Like, I went and looked up FAO Basketball's Twitter handle, Twitter account. They got a little over 9,000 followers on Twitter. The FAU Owls going into this past weekend. The freaking Regina Pats got 30,000. That's more than three times as many. So you're not, they're not that popular even down there. And I go to the football team's games, FAU Owls. I've not gone to the basketball team's games. But because it's on TV, ooh, and it's on Sports Center. More people are talking about it now than even Canadian sports. So there's my rant for the day, Moose. Stop the world. I want to get off. Your thoughts on March Madness Final Four? Uh, it's wild. No number one seeds left. I mean, it's great. And having FAU in there is awesome. I think it's great. And you know what? Don't. I would say to the fans in, in South Florida, don't worry about the bandwagon jumpers coming on. I've heard the same things in Saskatoon when they were selling 15,000 seats for the Pats and Blades. Oh, it's not your team selling the tickets. It's Bedard. Oh, it's, you know, these aren't fans who have been here all year. Are you even a real fan? I said that. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you have to start somewhere, you know? You have to start somewhere. So... Get on board now. Jump on board if you're a FAU Owls fan, and hopefully you're going to buy your season tickets next year. And, and even if only a few do, we're going to be in a better spot. So enjoy the ride. Don't be angry hey. about it, and have fun. No, no and I'm not. I'm a case. But that's uh, why Serena and I get along so well. We're so similar. Like, this reminds me of, again, we're going to get to the junior hockey playoffs maybe next hour. Because after all, we are in Canada. Let's not forget that. But you know me. I'll be there on day one, and I'll be there on day 68, and I'll be there in the playoffs. I'll be there to the end. But I remember with the Pats one year, when I was the voice of the Pats for 20 seasons, TV and radio, competing radio station shows up for like game seven of round two, and they're handing out bumper stickers and mugs in the parking lot. And I go up to our marketing guy, Cliffy Mays. I'm like, what the hell? Go stop those losers. He goes, why? I said, they haven't been here all year. We've been broadcasting every preseason game. I've been at the damn inter-squad game. But these guys just show up for round two of the playoffs, and you're going to let them hand out stuff in the parking lot? What's wrong with you? Hey, more the merrier. So that's how the teams look at it, right? So sometimes I sit there and go, why do I show up from day? Why? If nobody's going to notice or care? Well, that matters too, though. They do. I think that matters. I really do. Showing up and being there day in and day out. You know, people don't necessarily recognize it daily, but they, over time, I think it has its value, but you're right. Like, you know, with, with their approach to letting somebody else in on the day, the answer is, yeah, but they're here now. And so, yeah, it might not have been all year, but they're here now. And I hope they stay, and let's, you know, let's not turn them away, and let's, let's, let's do what we can to build this moving forward. But, um, yeah, that's, that's a funny example because there is value, though, in showing up day in and day out, even if it's not recognized. Sometimes I really wonder if there is. Based on life experience, I really wonder, why did I do that? 
So that's why you and I work well together. You have that view. I have mine. I, you know, I'm not yeah. living with you. Um, <laughs> Don, <laughs> Don Messier, uh, sorry, Don Tessier writes it. He says, Don in Mydale, great show. Thank you. Nelson uh, from the, uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, uh, just getting people in the building is enough to get people hooked. Yeah, I know. And, and probably FAU will sell out for the next 10 years. I don't doubt that for a second. I considered actually going to some games this winter, but I didn't. Basketball. I'm not going to pretend that I'm Johnny Basketball. By the way, if you love the timeless music of the Eagles, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute on April 27th. That's a Thursday. Tickets available now at Ticketmaster.ca. We're going to, I'm going to keep rolling. Moose, you and I are going to have to pick this up into hour two. Are you good with that? If we do? Oh, yeah. I, I literally haven't even hit half of what I wanted to get to today. <laughs> so we will by the time we're done. How you doing, Mike? Good to see you. They're going to rip the darts down here. Let's go. It's Monday. Time to start a new week. <laughs> the Canadian Football League Combine, presented by New Era, wrapped up at Commonwealth Stadium Fieldhouse in Edmonton on Sunday, following five days of intense learning, drills and practice sessions. Prospects, coaches, and GMs will now set their sights on the CFL Draft and CFL Global Draft on May 2nd. The fifth and final day of the new revamped five-day format included team practices, individual drills, a past skeleton period, and a 12-on-12 scrimmage. I'm smiling. Well, CFL coaches from the league's nine-member clubs led positional groups and installed offenses and defenses. Did we lose Moose because I wanted to throw something at him? Or can you bring him back? Nope. There you, uh, Carter was here, and he goes, how did the guys look? Who stood out? And I'm like, I wasn't evaluating, man. That's not my job. I went up there to shake hands, talk to people, politic. I wasn't paying attention. So don't ask me who was the best player at the Combine. Go to CFL.ca. But based on our coverage, Moose, how did it look? Because you were watching our story. And well, stuff. of course, it looked awesome. And, you know, when you're there, you, you understand the value of it and how great it is in this league. It's just, uh, you know, the rest of the country doesn't really get to see it. And this isn't a shot at the streaming or any of that stuff, but we really don't get to see what it's all about. So it was good to be able to kind of be there through the eyes of our social media channels thought that was a lot of fun and it's always good to see chris jones even if it's through an instagram story uh like seeing that there's some Christ great jones. personalities in yeah. this league right there's some amazing the personalities kevin the medium is going to be with us an hour or two uh, and he's got some stories as to some stuff that went down with chris jones like i went to go hug g roy's hand and jones jumped over leroy uh leroy that's his brother g roy to uh shake my hand and tell me some stories about our mutual friend Joey down in Fort Lauderdale. That was what I went for. I didn't go watch the yeah. players. But the one player, I will say this, and it wasn't because people knew my connection to him, but Jackson Ford, defensive back of the U of R Rams. I've known him since he was born. His grandfather's Alan Ford, general, former general manager of the Rough Riders, holds the Grey Cup record for the longest punt in Grey Cup history. I believe it was 64 yards. Everybody was talking about Jackson Ford. Let's see if the riders have the sense to draft him because that's where he needs to go. Moose will pick this up in hour two. Cool. See you then. Morley Scott. What do you think, Morley? He joins us next. I can't wait from Edmonton.
Voice of the Elks, former color voice of the Oilers. We're live on TELUS Channel 924 on Game Plus Television all across Canada on that channel. We're also live streaming on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform, and on WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. How about that? The snow's still here, but that's cool. That's fine. Right there at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Get ready to sing along to all your favorite REO Speedwagon Classic hits Thursday, May 4th at the Great Eagle Event Center. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. A lot of people writing in with questions and so forth. I'm going to have to push them to the next segment because we got Morley Scott with us, the voice of the Edmonton Elks, formerly the Edmonton Eskimos, and the Oilers color man for how many seasons? Morley, 16? I ask you every time, but wasn't it 16? I think so, yeah, 16. I remember every time, too. <laughs> That's what it said in the yearbook, Jim. Um, hey, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says, what was your biggest takeaway from the Combine, Rod? Morley spent more time there than me, so I'll put that to you. What was your biggest takeaway from the CFL Combine in Edmonton on the weekend? First time I've seen it, first time I've been at one, Rod, to me it was the enormity of it all. Uh, it, there was a lot of kids there, you know, and, and I mean, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't turn around and not bump into a, somebody from a CFL team, whether it be a coach, a GM, or a scout, or an assistant, co uh, assistant coach. There was just CFL people all over the place. Just the size of it, I think, impressed me uh, more than anything else. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty cool event to be at. I really like the fact that uh, they, they extended it this year and added those uh, couple of days or couple of three days of, of actual on-field activities with some 12-on-12s at the end of it. So it was a, it was a pretty good week. Uh, yeah, our director of scouting, Craig Smith, writes in, you'd know Smitty, two-time Grey Cup champion. He says that Jackson Ford's a hell of a player. Yes, and I would think he's first-round material, but I don't know. The CFL is such a crapshoot draft. Uh, you never know who's going to go where and when. But I did talk with your Elks guys, and Morley, you and I had a great long chat. What is the outlook for the green and gold in 2023? Well, better. I mean, they got to be better, right? I mean, uh, they had a four-win season last year, so you, you got to improve on that for sure. I think they've they've made the right moves over the offseason. They've really bolstered their offense. I mean, they've given Cor Taylor Cornelius some target uh, by bringing in those guys in free agency. Uh, I think they had a pretty good free agency uh, with the three receivers they brought in, led by Geno Lewis and Stephen Dunbar and Kyron Moore. And, and uh, we have high hopes for Josiah St. John as well whom Chris Jones took with the Riders. That was, a, you know, the first pick he had with the Riders first overall when he went to Saskatchewan from Edmonton back in 2016. So uh, he's been in Edmonton for a little bit, uh, St. John has, but never got a chance to play. So uh, they're going to get him an opportunity to play. They seem pretty high on him uh, being able to get things rolling in his career. So uh, I think they're better. They've, they've made some pretty good moves in free agency on offense and on defense, especially uh, picking up a couple of guys who teams released before free agency in uh, Luches Purifoy and A.C. Leonard, and I think they've really strengthened themselves in a lot of positions. And the big thing for the Elks is they got to stay healthy this year. They had so many injuries last year, and it really hurt them. And uh, if they can stay healthy and, you know, they made some good additions, I think they'll be a, a much better team than last year. And I think they might surprise a few people and really be in the race, maybe for second place in CFL West.
our uh, from the audience from Knights Crawler 62 writes in and says, watching from Burlington, Ontario. Great show. The home of Chris Schultz, the home of uh, Jillian Barbary. Man, they produced some great ones out of Burlington, Ontario. Jeff the Stamps fan says, was Huff there or was it just Dave D? Everybody I saw Huff there. there. As a matter of fact, yeah, he was running back and forth between behind you and I when we were talking, Morley. Um, to yeah, he was he was there. It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it was pretty hard not to be there. I mean, uh, I think I saw I, every GM and every head coach at, at the very least, plus, you know, many of the scouting staff were there, and some of them were running the drills, running the practices, and lots of scouts were there as well. Agents were there. Uh, I mean, that was if you're involved in the CFL, Edmonton was the place to be over the last week. Yeah, we just got to get the fans in there, and that's the thing. In October, when it that's word the, broke that Huff was going to step, I was going to say that's the thing about that. Faci- that facility is great for what the CFL wants to accomplish because it's it's indoors, uh, it's close to the Elks dressing room, so they got the medical facilities there. They got the gymnasium just downstairs as well, which they utilize uh, uh, for the vertical jump uh, and and uh, the bench press. The only issue is there's not a lot of room for fans. And I think that's that's a big problem because a lot of people wanted to watch. A lot of people didn't like the fact that it wasn't being live streamed this year. Uh, there was a there's a demand to see it wasn't there just isn't a lot of room at the Commonwealth Fieldhouse for people to come in and, you know, sit down and watch it. I want to get to the orders in the time we have left. They're at Arizona tonight. Where are we on the orders today in the city of champions in the Alberta capital <laughs> on the bandwagon or off? Uh, I think everybody's pretty happy with where they are. I mean, they're they got a puncher's chance at first place still. Although they've they've fallen now seven points back of Vegas with that overtime loss on Saturday night. Uh, they have Vegas tomorrow night. You got to win that one if you want to stay in the race for first place. But a win tomorrow night doesn't matter if you don't get a win tonight against uh, the Arizona Coyotes. So um, yeah, they they're in tough. I think to finish first, but. They're playing really well. They've got some, they've got offensively, we know what they can do, right? They can outscore a lot of their mistakes, and uh, that's a bright spot for them because at times this year they've made a lot of mistakes. Still not great defensively, but better and getting better defensively. So uh, they're, they're, I think they're in a pretty good spot uh, heading down the stretch. I know Jay Woodcroft was saying after the game Saturday night that he doesn't really care about where they finish. And, and who they play in the in the playoffs and where they land up in the standings. He just wants them to be playing a good style of, uh, of hockey as they head into the playoffs in a couple of weeks. I'm just looking at what the playoff matchups might be if they start today. And while I look that up, um, what's Matthias Ekholm meant? Looks like a lot. Well, they've won five in a row, have oh, they not? I, I, I've, I've lost track of his stats, but at one point he had played 10 games. He was plus 15 and had nine points. Uh, everyone uh, kind of expected the plus 15, but the nine points was a bonus. And as he said, well, that's what you get when you play with 97, all right? Uh, you, you just generate a lot of points if you're on the ice with him. So, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been everything everybody expected and more coming into the lineup. Very steadying influence. I think where they'll really see his presence fouls will be in the playoff when he gets that matchup against the top line and he's hacking and whacking with that top line uh, winger or forward with the, with the LA Kings, who I think the owners are probably going to end up playing in the playoffs uh, this year. So that's, I think when, when we'll see what he's really worth and how valuable he can be. Oilers as it stands now would line up against the Kings. We have less than a minute. Oilers where well, they went seven against LA last year. I feel this is a far better LA team than last year. Yeah, it's a better order team than last year, too, though. So uh, I think it'll be a good, long series, just like last year, and it might come down to who gets the better goaltending. 
Always does. Thank you, Morley. Always appreciate your time. Always like seeing you. Anytime, Roddy. Take care. The iconic Morley Scott, an original Ontario kid, as he informed me on uh, Saturday there at the Fieldhouse. We'll be right back with a uh, audience takeover. Did I do the sports up? No, I didn't do the sports update. Next hour, Moose will be here. Our new guy, Kevin, and Peter Anhold of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Beautiful morning in the foothills. We're at Great Eagle Resort and Casino on the beautiful Sutina Nation. And uh, we'll continue the uh, frivolity coming up in hour two. Peter Anholt will be with us, the general manager of the Lethbridge Hurricanes, recently named to Hockey Canada's management team for next year's World Jays. I never did get through all of my quick six show topics. Now would be a good time to do it. Wanted to mention golf. Sam Burns is the final winner of the Dell match play, and it was a dud of an ending. After so much excitement over four days at Austin Country Club in Texas, Burns beat Cameron Young in just 13 holes on Sunday. The six and five victory is the second largest margin over 18 holes in this tournament. Uh, meanwhile, the big excitement was... Sunday morning, Burns narrowly escaped defeating champion Scotty Scheffler in 21 holes. Young was down two to Rory McIlroy when he rallied to win in 19 holes. I turned on the radio Sunday morning here in Calgary as I was driving around, and they were talking about the play of Scotty Scheffler on the radio in Calgary, and I'm like, where am I? Flames won yesterday. They beat San Jose 5 through what? Why am I hearing go click? Point five, Ja Morant scored 27 points in his return to the Memphis starting lineup. And the Grizzlies held off the Atlanta Hawks 123-119 for their sixth consecutive win. And in Toronto, OG Ananobi scored 29 points. Toronto never trailed. And the Raptors beat Washington 119-104. Ninth place, Toronto clinched a three-game season series against the Wiz and maintained a three-game lead over 11th place Washington in the Eastern Conference standings. And Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo both homered as the New York Yankees defeated the Toronto Blue Jays 6-2 in spring training action. You're cheering for the Yankees, too? You cheer, you live in Calgary, and you cheer for the Yankees in the Avalanche? You're just... He, like, he likes to annoy people, this guy. But so do I. I get it. The Jays resume their exhibition schedule Tuesday, or is that today? Yeah, today, against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that's all I got on that. There are six games in the NHL tonight with three Canadian teams in action. The Edmonton Oilers 
as we mentioned, seven, two, and one in their last 10. Visit Arizona. The Montreal Canadiens will play the Sabres in Buffalo and the Ottawa Senators host the Florida Panthers, who have lost three in a row. Come on, Panthers. We got to get our act together. I want to see some playoff hockey in Florida this spring. And there are eight games in the NBA, uh, NBA but the Raps are off and the Hawks. This uh, sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Sign up now for Landmark Extras and see what's playing at LandmarkCinemas.com. Here's what's on at the movies this week. Scream 6. Following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. Courtney Cox is in it too, by the way. Just so you know. And Dermot Mulroney. And it's scary. I'm going to tell you it's scary. And also, if you're a Landmark Extras member, which I am, free refills on pop and popcorn, you're welcome. Don't tell me thank you. Tell them. So what do we have? A couple minutes left here. Uh, poll question. Do we have any update? What are they saying on YouTube, Clark, regarding today's poll question? Is hockey for everyone? Uh, I voted a staunch yes. 60% saying yes on YouTube. That's uh, flattening, though, sounds like. 77% uh, on Twitter saying, yes, hockey's for everyone. I believe hockey's for everyone. If you want to talk that it's too expensive, then we can have a conversation about that, and I could probably steer you in the right direction of a community program whereby you could play and get your equipment covered. Kids sport and that kind of... I'm talking about race sexual orientation, gender, that kind of thing. Last minute of play in hour one. I believe hockey's for everyone. Hockey's not the problem. People are. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of Yankees fans in Canada. Craig, our director of scouting, writes in and says, Go Yankees! Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Should all Albertans unite behind the orders for the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs, or should we keep our tribal colors? How be you do whatever you want? That's what we are advocates of. You do you. You want to cheer for the orders in this town? You're a lifelong Flames fan. You're taking your life into your own hands. Don't say we didn't warn you. Ron McLean warned me. He's like, don't wear your Golden Knights or Panthers stuff in Calgary. And if you've noticed, I haven't. We'll keep it rolling from Gray Eagle right after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.